Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sing, sing, Brazil, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Three's company, but four's a ramble. Pete's here. Complex box with me, bitch. Luke's here. All right. And Jim's here. Hello. I'm here, obviously. Obviously. Slightly, slightly different we order. Your voice. Slightly different order. I did the hellos and the hmm. whatnots there. But uh, the four of us are in the room together. Thank yes. goodness. Water. World Cup bonanza <laughs> we've got for you today. You're sounding remarkably upbeat uh, on the back of an England nil-nil. Well, because mm. we're, we're doing it. Build on it. A genuine improvement. We're doing it standing up. We're doing the um, football rumble standing up for the first time yeah. in about two years. Don't let them yeah, behind the curtain. I like, uh, mm. I like standing up. Mm. Um, what you, should we start with Group A or Group D? What would you prefer? Let's go alphabetical. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just uh, part of me wants to get Group D out of the way, so it's not proud on my mind. <laughs> yeah. Part of me just wants to ignore it forever. Right, okay. Let's do Group D then. <laughs> well, uh, start with Group D. Yeah, cool. And we've just watched uh, England nil, Costa Rica nil, but we've just watched as well with two screens. Uh, Uruguay beat Italy one nil. Diego Godin, incredible. It's great for Godin. He's had a brilliant season. He scored a similar type of goal in in the sense that it was from a corner. Yeah, and he and he knocked it in. Just they knocked some, it. Some came l- off his shoulder. Some yeah. lovely kind of ridiculous. There's a lot of shoulder action in oh, that yeah. match. Wow. Wow. It was some lovely kind of British. Uh, no, sorry, English. Um, English last, last minute of uh, last minute of uh, injury time. Get the ball in the in in the box and then failing to do so at every turn. It was just really <laughs> upsetting. Do you think? Um, Especially with Mario Balotelli, who scored a header already in the World Cup. It was quite nice to see Wasn't it happen to someone else, though. Yeah, it? it was, yeah. Get it in the box. Do it. Buffon's up for crying out loud. Get yeah. it in the box. I love how they put Buffon up, and then him being a 36-year-old goalkeeper, actually tried to get the ball to him. Surely he's to mop up any rebounds. He's an extra man for that. He doesn't become your target, man. Do you think Uruguay learnt... Uh, during the England game, oh yeah, let's let's score an English type of goal. And they put it into practice <laughs> for the next game. Again, you're, you're welcome to World Cup once again. Yeah, you're very welcome. But you made a reasonable point, Marcus, which is for Did the I... second World Cup in a row, Italy have gone out in the group stage. Mm. Have a go at them. Yeah, Don't have a go mm. at England. <laughs> we got through the group stage last time <laughs> and then embarrassed ourselves. Mate, at least start with them. <laughs> <laughs> that, they'll be just livid that they've gone out. They had, it, it, they had just everything to work from. I actually think I, I'm not sure if I said this off the back of the England Italy game. Um, I, I've certainly thought after the Costa Rica game I wonder how good Italy actually are mm. and the, the way they show that Ponderous. Such, such a lack of urgency as you've <laughs> just touched on with the Euro the goal down there's literally I mean they're a man you, down you need to throw everything at it but you still, know, but, yeah. but, but in that context they are a man down but in that context look at what happened to Croatia mm. against Mexico they tried to do something about it and okay they went down 3-1 possibly a heavier defeat than they otherwise would have done but mm. you might as well get beat 4-0 if you're going to beat 1-0 and go at the World Cup anyway well the, the dugout seemed to want to get on the field 
and getting it they in the well unboxing. Amongst it, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an intimidatory of... tactic, <laughs> which failed horribly. My older brother's here. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his mates. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it didn't work. Uruguay through. And uh, did Suarez bite Chiellini? We couldn't. We, we saw really it. Know. It looked we're like it. We're watching multi-screen, aren't we? It's yeah. kind of difficult. Chiellini uh, certainly tried to insinuate that he had. Because we've had, had Chiellini seen to elbow Suarez, so no one comes out we of had it very to, well. We record straight after the game, so mm. we didn't have time to see the replay. Twitter, so, Twitter seemed to say there was no real evidence for it, but who knows? We'll, mm. we'll check it later. Let's assume he did. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a fair assumption. I mean, it's the it's... one player you need to be watching for bites. <laughs> if you have to watch anybody who's got <laughs> a bit of farm in the area, watch Luis Suarez. Uh, it, maybe he's done like a dummy bite. <laughs> how skillful Maybe they love is. bites. I love this cup. Can the FIFA court get him banned at the head of the next game? I think there isn't a FIFA court. This time, Not, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I actually, I actually really applauded isn't. that. Did you? No. What the FIFA court <laughs> <laughs> from a distance? Um, yeah, it was fantastic for Uruguay. I mean, losing the first game against Costa Rica three by three goals to one. Yeah. they probably thought they were out of it. You know, and apart from you know Luis Suarez in the second game, I don't think they were particularly convincing against no. England. They didn't need to be for fuck's this sake. Is, <laughs> yeah, but, they, <laughs> but this is what this Uruguay side does. They're a tournament team. Tabares sets them up. They know what to do at the tournament. And and I was surprised, actually, that they got through the Italian defence because, not that I think Italy are brilliant, but like we said before, they are a reactive team. Mm. Uh, they'll, they'll, be fine. They'll, they'll enjoy playing probably Colombia, I yeah, think it will. is, in the, in the mm. next That'd round. That'd be a great game. It will be a lovely It'd one. There'll be some turnaround for it not to be Colombia. Yeah, well, Colombia mm. like to go forward. They like to express themselves a bit more in an attacking sense. Uruguay like to sit off teams, like to soak it up. They like to beat teams up agree yeah you know nip them here and there and then get them so on the break speak. sorry so <laughs> speak. Yeah, yes of course little nibble I, I agree what you think saying about Uruguay I agreed what you said in the last show as well I think that the flip sides of people saying oh Uruguay have been around for a while they haven't replaced a lot of their players they come into the end of their cycle and all those sort of things um, what, what you get with that is you also get a canny amount of experience oh yeah and, and as you said in the last show Uruguay are happy to soak it up against England. They know mm. England aren't a special team, really. And and they've been canny enough to get past Italy as well. Yeah, Marquisa didn't help them, by the way, though. No, getting sent off, yeah. yeah. But um, Pelotelli was lucky not to go as well for his amazing sort of karate kick to the was back. That, was it on per- Pereira's Pereira, head? Yeah, yeah, he's a foul magnet, that guy. How, yeah, how many times are you going to get a blow to the head? <laughs> Just, I mean, it, it was a hell of a leap. It was a hell it of was. a leap, to be fair. And he leapt over the man. <laughs> but I think when, uh, like you say, Luke, if a new guy does come in, like, uh, oh, I forget the name of the guy who replaced Lugano he's against Godin and Godin will shepherd him through that whole game he will be talking to him the kind of chat that you know, you wouldn't imagine would be happening with Cahill and Jagiel because of the the, the lack of leadership well, we said before, you could argue. Well, of course, we said before suggest. that you could argue that Godin's been the best centre-back in Europe this season. Mm. You know, and, and of course, he's not he's not exactly young or anything, but he's always a threat from set-pieces. I, yeah. I, um, I think I might have said it before that the World Cup started, I, I was worried that Godin was going to haunt England with a set-piece header and knock mm. us out. Obviously, it didn't happen, but um, he, he certainly did not knock Italy out. Yeah, um, so yeah, they they, they, um, they march on. Um, incredible that Italy are out in in the first round in two World Cups and are having won the the yeah. one before that. And, yeah, Feast and having, or famine, but having won the first game as well, they did not yeah. look like they were under any danger really of well, not going through. I mean, actually, in a weird way, if you look at Italy and England, you know, you'd probably rather be in England's shoes. 
because at least one or two people are suggesting there's been an improvement. I am in England shoes, and yeah. I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you like it. We don't it, have Pierlo. Saying... Pierlo's beautiful face to look at. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's a different shade of... Were there any other games in Group D today? I don't think there were. Go on to Group A now. Well, there was a defensive masterclass <laughs> by the English in Belo Horizonte, shutting out the uh, impressive Costa Ricans. The minnows of England. So, yeah. <laughs> keeping a, a brave, clean sheet against the colossus yeah. Costa Rica. They've never scored in Belo Horizonte, have they? No. Not against the US. No. Daniel don't Sturridge. play CONCACAF Nations there. Yeah. Is my advice. <laughs> what does Stephen Hawkins say? Don't play in red. Yeah, don't or play, do play in red. No, do, do play, play in red. Don't, don't play, play out of tune. Don't and play do heat. score more. Don't play heat. Don't, don't play in World Cups. <laughs> no. Uh, Hit penalties hard. They'll rectify for that, that for uh, 18. Don't potentially bite anyone. No. Mm. Oh, I, I wish England would bite someone. Um, the, inque- the inquest has begun <laughs> on England. Yeah. As it, as it did four years ago. I we're not going to talk about the match first. The Costa Rica game. Yeah. Yeah. What is there to talk Daniel about? Daniel Sturridge missed some chances, didn't he? Did. He did. I, mean, yes. but I was saying that to you, Jim. If, if Costa Rica would have nicked one at the end, people would have said, oh, well, Costa Rica, again, you know, were better against England. Well, no, they weren't, actually. England were better. Not by much, but England created chances to win the game. The problem mm. is, they didn't bleed and take them. Cool. Again. Jim, didn't you mean to say, well done to Daniel Sturridge for getting in those good positions? <laughs> <laughs> he got a hat-trick of great positions. Positions, exactly. Which I, I will take at this time. Yeah, we'll take, take anything. Look, you weren't here when, when England obviously went No, up. but I liked your sober, reflective and uh, very <laughs> sensible coverage of England. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought um, one of the things that stuck out for me in, in all the, uh, the, the, the the press and the media that surrounded England going out, in and around England <laughs> when they got knocked out, was Rooney and I think Gerard said something similar. They need to be more streetwise. And and I think that is that not just not alluding to oh, dirty foreigners die no, 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 like no, what no. Gerard does all the time. No, That's one of about fifteen things you can need to do better. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think it a no, no, no. for like a new FIFA no, street game. <laughs> I think it was to do with the diving. I think it's to do with we've got ourselves at one all here. Let's see this game. Let's make sure we get at least a point. That's the sort of stuff you learn when you're eighteen. Yeah. The mm. thing is, Marcus, if not earlier, he probably does mean that, and you're right to bring it up. But the fact of the matter is. England are incapable mm. of doing that. They're incapable mm. of taking any responsibility. Mm. Before before the World Cup started, I was positive about England and I thought, yo, and I actually said in the show, judge them on their merits. They've got there, they qualified, they're mm. expected to qualify, they've done it, judge them on their performances. And they've been absolutely abject. Against Italy, they were okay. They, they could have gone either way that game, I admit. But I agree with what you guys said last week. I mean, let's not against be too Uruguay. revisionist. Though. They were very good against Italy. They were, but that's what I just said. The game could have gone either way. They could have won it. They look, were fine. Look at something like Iran against Argentina. Now, nobody expects Iran to put in any sort of performance against this that. This is what I was going really to it's say. Just like Costa Rica. Nobody imagined that Costa Rica would have the World Cup they've had thus far. This is what why, I... why can't we put in mm. that sort of performance where we play better than we than people expect us to? There's just never that sort of performance. Do you think let it me, might me, be let... that... Sorry, Luke, to cut in there. Do you think it might be that we're hampered too much by expectation? Because in both those examples, they're just they're not expected to get anything. No, I don't, I don't think it is. I think that's a scapegoat figure as well. Because yeah, I don't think generally. Well, all I was going to go on to say was, um, and Pete, Pete sort of bring me to it a little bit, but is that look at teams like Chile and look at teams like um, Colombia. Colombia. You know, you know what can be achieved by having a manager and having a group of players who are a willing to work hard for the group, mm-hmm. who are willing. I don't want to sound too much like Brendan Rogers here. No, no. But to honestly work as part of a system. There's absolutely no reason English shouldn't be able to qualify at that group. When you look at Chile, mm-hmm. who've got play- okay, they've got some good players, okay, but they rested Vidal. He's not been fit yeah. uh, in the last game they played, um, and they well, had the man played- who scored against Australia still plays in Chile. Yeah, exactly. They had um, Yara, who was released by fucking Forest. Gary Medell's playing out of position at centre back, <laughs> yeah. and but because they work so hard. Yeah. And they're, they're happy to sacrifice um, 
the, the, the individual display and the things they perhaps maybe want to do or they can get away with doing at their club mm-hmm. for the team unit. They work as a unit. They understand it's a team game. Now, a, an interesting question to theorise might be, what would happen... If, if Chile had someone of even greater ability than Alexis Sanchez, who Alexis Sanchez is a great player, he's a world-class player, mm. but he's happy to run and work for the team. Mm. If you had a Cristiano Ronaldo in there, Chile, would that make Chile better or worse? I think it would make them worse. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're so well-balanced because they work so hard. Agreed. And England don't need to do that. And I get the impression that... Uh, well, England don't do that, sorry. But I get the impression that, like... I know this is a bit of a cast aspersion on his character and stuff. It's not his fault that he's been picked as captain, but Frank Lampard playing against Costa Rica, he's probably swanning around that game against Costa Rica thinking, well, I'm much better than them anyway. I'm much better. Do you know what I mean? And it's not not conducive to success at that level because I just think they're so much better than they are. And even the results don't actually fucking speak for that. Do you know what? Mm. what are we learning from picking Frank Lampard as captain? In it's a send-off, probably. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, fucking great. That's a, that's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. I, I'm not saying I agree with that. Didn't I'm just saying that's style. probably our what pro- it is. Our <laughs> problem is we're giving players send-off. We give players fucking 100-odd caps when they don't deserve them. We give Steven Gerrard 110 caps or whatever he's got. Half the time he doesn't deserve it. We give David Beckham my... another 10 off the bench. It's, it's a joke. My main, my main problem... For the, for the, you know, giving them a place in a, in a starting eleven for an England team or a substitute place in an England team that, you know, by and large, haven't achieved for the last 20 years why don't you just why don't we just treat the England team like we're a football team that needs to win games yeah. and then and then, and then go from there my major uh, problem with the, with the starting lineup this time round was um, why why have we got Foster in, in, in nets it just it just seems to me we know, every, we know everything we need to know about that player put Forster in put Forster in I don't subscribe but that said you know he did play quite well but mm. against Costa Rica but you're right in what you're saying it's not, a build, it's not a building block for the future no. I, don't, no. I don't subscribe to it I mean Jim's, you're right enough to bring it up but I don't subscribe to the fact that I'm being revisionist there because what I'm saying is against Italy they were good and I said at the very start of the World Cup we'll judge them on their merits against Uruguay they were poor mm. they were really naive almost frustratingly naive you could see it happening you could see what was going to happen you're right about when we scored the equaliser we completely Played about, went about it the wrong way, and we've not been able to break down a Costa Rica who, okay, have performed above expectations. But it's not revisionist to say, actually, England are shit. They've been shit for the last couple of games, mm. and it's not good enough, and it's got to change. So, would you say, um, I mean, you talk about playing to a system and all that kind of stuff, is the old square pegs and square holes kind of argument? And forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a good example to use to talk about 66, but Alf Ramsey, you know, he, he, sorry, Alf Ramsey, uh, he picked Jack Charlton, who had never played for England. He said, why, why are you picking me? And, and Ramsey said, well, I, you know, I don't pick the best players, I pick the players I need. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And actually, and, and again, forgive me for, be, for saying something a bit stupid as well, but England missed a midfielder who has a bit of bite who can win the ball back. Of now, course. Now, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anybody who can do that. Well, this is the And problem. I'm not saying this guy should get in the England side, but somebody like a Lee Catamole in amongst Jack Wilshere and Jordan Henderson. The actually, problem is, though, Marcus. No, I'm not. There's been less talented I, players not, getting more would, England caps than Lee Catamole. You could argue that that would be more balanced than what they had. But the point is that that's half the point, and I, I think that's a fair suggestion. But, yeah, to make. Lee, I'm not yeah, saying no, Lee Catamole. Yeah, of course. You know but I mean? the point is, England can't keep the ball anyway. So mm. you, you have a guy who wins the ball in midfield, right? If your team doesn't keep the ball anyway then he's got far too much to do and he won't be able to do it and he'll stand out as looking like he's not good enough because England have no uh, consistent technical ability throughout the side mm. in terms of keeping the ball. They're incapable of changing their mentality and they're incapable of playing the honest, easy pass, especially when they're ahead. And, and, they, and, and look at their record. And the reason I don't need to give you any evidence for, evidence for this other than look at their record against teams better than them. Mm. When was the last time in a tournament England have beaten a team better than them? It would probably be 2002 Argentina. 
Yeah, and that was a and that was a massive um, that was a massive um, sort. Well, not that wasn't as much a smash and grab job. That was almost a one in a generation performance mm, mm. where we where we um, obviously won by a penalty. It wasn't Again, a also as well, that was that was in a group stage where if you lose. You know, you're not completely out. The last time we actually beat a top side in, in, a, knockout. in a knockout was 66, yeah, which was. is incredible. Even if you go back to 90, I mean, you get into revisionist territory now because England did well and it got to the semi final. But if you look at what actually happened, they didn't, they didn't dazzle anyone in the group stage. No. Uh, but fair enough, no one and else they, did. And but they even weren't convincing against Belgium and, and that were no. slightly fortunate against Cameroon. Correct. No. Well, the, the 90s were seen as this real period of failure in a way because we all grew up thinking oh, England been so unlucky to go out here uh, there and wherever in all of the tournaments aside from USA 94 where they weren't there. Uh, but obviously I mean, that was our golden generation. We didn't know how good we had it. Imagine, <laughs> imagine us getting to a semi now even if we didn't play particularly well and then we went out in heartbreaking fashion. I'll take that over this any look at, day. Look at the list of strikers we had in the 90s. Now look at the list of strikers. You're absolutely right. I, I think that um, they need to really, really get back to basics. And, and, the, and, the, and the most worrying thing is if people are calling for Hodgson to be sacked because he's underachieved, whatever, fine, I can see that viewpoint. Mm. Um, but who's going to come in? Well, yeah, this is the problem, isn't it? There's a, there are a lot of people coming out saying, oh, if X, Y and Z had happened, then he'd be sacked. If this happened, he'd be sacked. But the, the problem is, who do you replace him with? Everything we've tried has failed yeah. in the most basic manner. Well, I, I, th- I think the point was made on this podcast when Hodgson took over. Now, I, you know I'm a fan of Hodgson, and I wanted him to be England manager, and I still do pretty much because there's there's no one better. But But I think the point that we made was Hodgson might not be the man to take us to success. But success doesn't mean winning a trophy, as you say, Jim. It means getting back to bloody quarterfinals yeah, territory. Yeah. Or um, making it enjoyable. Although he did Even in Europe that. 2012, but it's not really the point. But he could be the man that brings about the change. And I, I'm hoping, I mean, I, I'm choosing to be hopeful for the future, which may be deluded, but I'm hopeful that that's happened and, and it's interesting with some of the players coming out Joe Hart saying we are prou- proud to play for Roy Hodgson we want him to stay on and so on and so forth he doesn't have to say that, that. he can just go well yeah of course we don't want them he can be a bit more generic if he doesn't think that and I think Hodgson has um, got a good feeling in the camp I think he has got some of those players wanting to play for England um, again because I think under Capello it wasn't a happy place. No. Now, I know it's not about happy sound, but that does play a little bit of a part. The chink of, of, the, the, chink of the light I can see coming through is that I, I, I feel it's, it's a bit of a theory. I'm not sure there's much weight behind it, but players like Sterling and Barkley are two good examples of this. To a certain extent, Sturridge. They're the first generation of players who've come through playing like um, being exposed on a, on a global level through the internet, through yep. things like FIFA, computer yep. games, that have been... Genu- genuinely, like consistently exposed mm. to attacking flair-based football. Well, and Sterling's once, once heroes we, are not Englishmen. Exactly. And once we move, perhaps those players like Gerrard and Lampard and and one or two others out, in terms of in terms of midfield and forward players, we may see ourselves producing players on an equivalent level to another decent European nation in terms of attacking flair players because mm. if they've had this influence. They've got they've got a much more ready access to to flair and skillful and pacey and attacking players. And they've not really had that. In the past, mm. do you not think that a lot of it is down to the coaching, though? Because I mean, yes, we've we've all got that, and it doesn't mean that we're necessarily any better footballers for but it. But I think that's it's, surely where it will. Yeah, have but to the change. key, the key, a lot of, lot of coaches will tell you the key part of a, of a player's development, especially an attacking player, is you know, 13, 14, yeah, exactly. maybe even younger sometimes. And so when we were thirteen and fourteen, it was—I mean, none of us were any good enough anyway. But when, when we were that age, we didn't have exposure to that at the same level. And the, and the coaching thing is a massive problem because it's prohibitive. And we—and the reason it's frustrating and why I get quite animated about it is because we had exactly the same conversation in two 
first and ten. Yeah. The, 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 the access to coaching qualifications at a high level is prohibitively expensive. Not enough people offer it. And there's not enough quality of coaches coaching the coaches. Marcus and I went down to one in Bristol. We went mm. to a, a, yeah. a, a UEFA B one a, years ago, a few yeah. years ago. And they were saying the same things then. They were saying we're doing our best, but people can't get on the course. It's too expensive. We don't set the prices. Um, we, we don't get assessed as well as we want to be assessed. We don't well, get wasn't it like two qualified coaches? And the about, whole of the west of England, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the west country or something like that. You know, if you're a young lad from Devon and Cornwall, how are you going to get but, but realistically? Can, can I just say, that is the answer to the question of where are all the players, i.e. Mm. where is the big pool of talent? But the fact of the matter is, you, you can beat around the bush about that stuff, and it is valid to a certain extent, but the fact is that squad of players we've got there yeah. should be good enough probably to get through that group. Well, Rio Ferdinand course. said, well, where are the big stars of yesteryear? Where are this, that and the other? And Henri just said... Would name me three Costa Rican players mm. that you'd heard of before the tournament. Mm. You can't. No, they've got that great spirit. That um, it's not just spirit, but it's organisation. It's all the basics. It goes back say. to what I was just saying about Chile. What you can achieve, you can become great in the sum of your parts um, by working hard, working hard for each other, knowing your role. It's no, it's no disgrace at any level to perform a role in a team. It's a team game. Mm. It's, it, essentially, you, if you win the cup... Ask Dirk Kautler. Exactly. He, yeah. he played left, what did he play? Left wing back the other day. Yeah. If, if, you, if you lift the World Cup as a team, it's a team achievement. It's no different to that. Mm. And, and, and I, mean, I said earlier in the season about the whole um, Football Writers Award and all this other stuff. I mean, it's fine to give these awards out and stuff, but generally, they don't actually mean anything. You don't, no. you're, not, you're not going to be remembered really at the, at the same level for winning three football player players a year or football writers awards or whatever that you would be for winning three Champions Leagues and, and rightly so because it's a team game and it always has been the culture of the individual is, is, is an enemy of football I think mm. um, Sven that's better yeah here we go <laughs> oh, that's, that feels nice he's, and safe I, yeah. think he, I think he's had a mention on every World Cup he show has. Like if you'd, if you'd been, still relevant though if you'd been in a coma you would think he was working in football today oh, yeah. Uh, do you miss the days of the quarterfinals, chaps? Yeah, I yeah. do. Right. I think we've established that we well, do. Well, Sven said if Hodgson was foreign, that he'd been sacked. He probably would have been. Oh, right, yeah. And then he went on to say, I know for sure that if, if it had been me, I would have been sacked at once. If they don't want me back, <laughs> keep Hodgson. He's good. I would come back at once, of course, but that will not happen. Have you, have you made are, this what up? Are, what are you saying, Sven? He's had his chance. He's had his chance. <laughs> <laughs> very forward can I, can I also make another just really brief point on England just quickly is uh, look at, if you look across the Netherlands a, tea, a country that's nowhere near as big as Britain nowhere, enough, nowhere near as many and the money. individuals yet, nowhere, imagine uh, what the, the, the look, Chilean FA could do with an eighth of the FA's budget but the Netherlands know not only who's going to be the manager after Van Howe, they've already planned who's going to be the manager after Hiddink in yeah. terms of uh, Danny Blind. Blind. Yeah. And it's already set in motion. Danny Blind is there now mm. learning that job. And he'll be learning it for the next two years. And Jeremy did it with Yogi Love as well. Well, we and, at least uh, tried that with McLaren. Sort of, but it was a bit of a nah. rubbish effort. At it. Well, it, 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 yeah, it was a... It no, was because a, they still interviewed for the job. At it. There was still Kirbishly and Allardyce and O'Neill were still candidates. Yeah, but our, our culture doesn't allow us to do that. Mm. Our, if we've got the greatest young um, coach... If, if, we, if, if, we, if we took, like, Brendan Rodgers, obviously a really good coach, right? I know he's Northern Irish, but the point still stands. He's a great coach. Um, he, so, OK, he's had jobs where it hasn't been right, it's the best fit for him and it's not worked out, but now he's doing a great job at Liverpool. If he had been taken from... If he, say, got lost, he le- left his job at Swansea and was in the FA set-up 
since then, up until now, and he was ready to take over from Hodgson after this uh, tournament. Mm. I don't reckon the, the press would have it. In England, they just wouldn't have it. I think no. part of the problem, though, is having the, the decent coaches in place. In the first place, we just, we just don't have them. And that's, Agree. again, that's one of the things that drives me mad. We're a country with a, a big population for our size. We, we have a large economy. We should be doing better. Look at Spain, look at Germany. There is a blueprint there of how you, you know, set up your youth system so you start getting players that are fundamentally just better. And it's nothing to do with where you're born. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the blood in your veins. It's all about how you're coached as a, as but, a young have you, have you? We should, sorry to no, speak over right. you, mate, but we, we are in a position where we should be able to produce a group of players that yes. can do something in international football. I agree with you, Jim, be. but have you been to Club Wembley and had the food there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is very it, you know, good. Really because good. We've, Almost worth it. We've yeah. got that sorted. Yeah, we've that, that sorted. Yeah, okay. I, the foundations. I, I mean, where do the Spanish chef? Where do they eat? Yeah, not the same, is it? No, not the same. Don't so even see the national anthem, do they? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not very really that, That's the joke. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, uh, just in case you didn't know that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on from Ringo because it's making me tired. <laughs> yeah, it's making everybody tired. Um, uh, so, uh, so yes, that, that's Group D. Group A. Oh, by the way, Pete's nipped out the studio. In case you're wondering why yeah. he's uh, very, very quiet, but he will be back in in a few minutes. He was intense and needed a massage. Yeah, got nothing to say. <laughs> he just dropped down for a minute. Um, in Group A, Cameroon lost to Brazil four-one. Brazil mm. will play Chile in 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 the next round. Mouth-watering. Neymar, eh? Mm. Is, I mean, no pressure. He doesn't care. He loves it. He really does. Absolutely what loves a it. Finish for and the it, first. At, at his age, that really just 22. that shows so much potential for the player he's going to go on to be. Born to play football. Absolutely, just, just unbelievable. Uh, Brazil have got to be careful though. They've got to be really careful because um, they are, for me, mm. relying far too much on Neymar and to a lesser extent Oscar. Yeah, bailing them out of trouble, yeah. and they've looked, they've looked vulnerable. They have. Uh, okay, they drew in and they didn't concede against Mexico, but Mexico only conceded their first goal in a tournament against Croatia. Yeah, um, but Pete's, Pete's back by the way. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, Pete, you, man you managed to miss all the England chat. You've Did done I? well Yay. there. Can yeah. we talk about Neymar? He's, yeah, we are. He's a fun player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's one to watch if That's you uh, listen just, to Andy Cole. Just while you're out. Um, Oh, yeah. News come in, England have just tried to sign Neymar. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you were going to say. We're going to send every got, single player the other way. Brazil have got to be careful. Yeah, they have because they, they're relying too much on what I've seen on um, Neymar and Oscar as well. Oscar sort of makes them tick a little bit. Yep. But they yep. look to Neymar for these flashes of brilliance. And rightly so, he's a great player. That's what they did in the first match, though, and it didn't seem to work because they just got crowded out all the time. Exactly. They've, they've looked vulnerable in every game. Yeah. And I think that Cameron have been poor, haven't they? But, but I think as they go through to a team like Chile, of course, Chile's record against Brazil isn't that great. And Chile, if you listen to Tim Vickery, he says that Chile have got a bit of an inferiority they complex. Do. He said, what did he say? He put it quite nicely. Chile are a, a country that know their place in South America. Mm. Uh, and I, I hope they can get over that and really perform. Perhaps is a, a season of change. But um, in that game, we can't gloss over the fact that Freddy, or Fred as we'd call him, scored. Yeah, yeah he did. He's he, been getting a lot of criticism. Neymar told him well. to have a tash and he'd score, and he did. And he was offside. <laughs> he was offside, but he's off and running. So yeah. you're saying they're relying on Neymar. Ooh, next yeah. game. If you need someone to, to, to bang in a, a, a nail in the coffin <laughs> against a really shit Cameroon, Fred's your man. <laughs> <laughs> the, only thing I would say, blank range. the only thing I would say about Brazil is that he's that they're starting to uh, do that thing which you find a lot of growing into the tournament. exactly World yeah. Cup winners do do that and I wonder if maybe a team like Netherlands who will come on to in a minute and maybe pick a little bit well, yeah. Scolari has been very very strict in his in his choosing of the side he's, yeah. he's very much you're my man there you're my man there and nothing's changing surely he's got to swap Fernandinho for he, I think yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I tweeted to Rupert Fryer friend of the Ramble and South American football expert uh, during the game 
saying surely, um, particularly against a team like Cameroon, Hernanes makes makes more sense in mm. there than Paulinho because he's not particularly been performing. He's not been adding a lot to the team. And Rupert just said, "This is his team. Like yeah. he's been yeah. starting with his team for about a year. This just this just is his team. He's not going to change <laughs> it." But Fernandinho really did offer so much more, and he he's such a powerful player that you can immediately see he improves them. And I, I think it would be a stubborn mistake to to not. You know, learn from that. Well, you're not going to get any more chances now. You're going to knock out football. And mm. Scolari's, if you read around Scolari, which I'm sure you guys have, like he's very good at building like a siege mentality and he settles on players and he loves them and he trusts them. But there does come a breaking point, surely. And Paulinho's not been great for, mm. I mean, it's just generous to say that he's probably not been very good for six months. And and part of that was people would try and suggest that he just didn't want to get injured ahead of the World Cup for Spurs. But he's just not performed. And, mm. and Fernandinho or Hernandez, both really good players, so they could slot in there. But what about, did, you, did you see when um, Big Phil did the big phew kind of um, oh, sign? When what, Fred, Fred, I think when Fred scored, he went phew. Ah. Did he? <laughs> Thank goodness. Nice to see. Nice to see. <laughs> Cameron, it's not we, nice to see, because he clearly has no confidence in him. He's like, phew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else are we going to pick? I'm so, I'm so sure of my team, I've not picked anyone else. So. <laughs> in my head, I can't imagine anybody else coming on. But Croatia, who... who Let lo- us talk about Mexico. OK. Um, well, that's Croatia. Yeah, it seems... It feels, yeah. feels in nicely. Croatia, yeah. Croatia hurt Brazil. And that it was did, the first yeah. game. It's a long time ago now, but Croatia well, hurt them, and Chile can hurt them. Mexico hurt Croatia more. They did. Um, we talked about uh, Rafael Marquez before. Yeah. What a player. Great player, yeah. What a player. Um, Miguel Herrera, the Mexican manager, who's had a lovely time. Yeah. Does he seem going crazy? <laughs> just so enthusiastic. <laughs> See pictures stuff. of his hair in the 80s and 90s? No. Absolutely unforgivable some, mullet scenes. To look I can imagine to. that. There's still a ghost of that there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's, he looks like a man who's seen mullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way he, way he just pumps his arms. <laughs> I do worry. If I was his physician, I'd be like, calm it down, man. Well, Herrera said about Marcus, he said, we needed a leader, concentrated, involved, commanding, screaming, shouting, giving my instructions on the field. <laughs> I did not hesitate to appoint him captain. He was the only one, if nothing happened, and God willed, he was in good shape. I had no doubt that he was number one in the list of 23. That's a 35-year-old he's talking about, mm, yeah. who's played. He played for New York Red Bulls from 2010 to 2012. And phoned it in and then, every single <laughs> week, since, if reports to be believed. And then since then has played in the Mexican <laughs> League with, with Leon. I mean, they've done quite well, Leon. And the other players call him boss. He's so important. But he, he knows, and he got the goal. He, the thing about Marquez is a couple of things I like about him. He knows his role in that team, and everyone else and the team knows his role yeah. they set the team up and they almost not build it around him but they accommodate him and the other thing I like about it is that he's, uh, he's he wants the ball mm. he plays passes amazing passes great range of but when passes. you say they build the team around him or they, they all accommodate him they don't accommodate him in the sense that other teams accommodate players he, that's, his, that's his position mm. that is the well yeah they know their roles that's the, well, they build no, it around him then. They build the back half of yeah, the no, team no, around I'm not, him. No, I'm not saying I'd that... build the back half of that team around that goalkeeper personally. <laughs> yeah, he's a Goodness me. Yeah. But I'm saying that that's where he plays. That's where he should be playing. Yeah. He's not putting anyone else out there. That, mm. That's the way it should be. Mm. But he got the first goal and then Guardado scored a great finish um, for the second one. Scored a great finish. Scored a great goal. And then uh, Hernandez finished it off... Um, with the third Mexican goal and it was a consolation that was a classic goal from that fella yeah it was classic close range header this World Cup has taught me a little bit um, more than than maybe the other ones is that actually in modern football in the World Cup you've got to be brave Mm -hmm. be really brave so you've got got to put your head in there you've got to um, you've got to Really go for it, go for what you want and go and grab what you want because in in the, in the um, and we've seen this with teams in the final group games where they know they have to go and get a result and it's it's no good if they don't and that's what Italy's undoing was mm. I mean because Croatia they lost that game three one because they went for it and they, and they could have lost it one 
2 0 maybe. Mm. But they really went for it and they got on the score sheet, but it was too little too late. But they actually went after yeah, the game. Absolutely. But uh, Mexico going through, they've done very well there because I thought Croatia might pip them to it. But they'll be playing the Dutch in the next round, which leads us on to Group B. The Netherlands beat Chile. 2-0 Jim Leroy Fur coming on and scoring yeah, that was a that was a shocker anything's it? possible at but this tournament again, it, show, it shows you the value of people knowing their place in the team even one of the substitutes um, he, he had a great game actually for, for the, the time he was on Memphis Depay yeah he looks a revelation yeah, he's the other side, side, terrible defending at the back for the, uh, for the uh, Chileans mm. yeah, they, they, they went for it as well didn't they? they they just pumped everyone they didn't want Brazil no, no. Um, Iron uh, Robin, drug test that man. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting faster. I'm, he's he's going to achieve. <laughs> he, he looks older the when he does sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I got another little theory about Netherlands. You know, everyone was saying that everyone, that, that Netherlands are sort of top heavy. They're great going forward, but they're not as good at the back. Mm. Do you reckon it's because people don't watch as much Dutch league football? Because a lot of those defensive players are based mm. in Holland. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ron Vlaar aside. Yeah. The, um, Who's had a good World Cup? Yeah. To be fair to Do you me. think they just. They just under- Daily Blint has to be a good player because. Danny Blint's his fast. <laughs> the jeans he's got in there. I mean, if, if he puts a foot wrong, my goodness. <laughs> but can you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the players may be a bit underrated because people don't watch as much Dutch football yeah. as yeah, they do other big leagues. They so don't know who the hell is that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The Dutch, what was really impressive about them is the way they adapted to playing Chile. Mm. Chile are a very awkward side to play. They're like a swarm of bees, as, as many yeah. people have pointed out. They're like a out. swarm of staffies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, different games to the Spanish and, um, and Australia, of course. But the Dutch just took it in their stride. I'm a little bit worried for the Netherlands because they often start really, really well. And, and if you look back in tournaments in history, maybe 1970 aside... The team that goes on to win it seldom sort of blasts teams yeah. away. That's what I was saying about pacing yourself into the tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's almost a ridiculous thing to say. What should they have held back and only scored three against I, the Spanish? You know, you know what, should though, they have played think, for a draw against? Very much like Patrick Clivert's career, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like starting strong and then just gone. <laughs> but at the I moment, think, they're the team to watch in the tournament. I think though the Spain game might be a bit of an anomaly because obviously Casillas gifted them three goals really, and also mm. they were sticking the knife in there. That was they revenge were. for them. It was it was a bit. But different. the way they took some of their goals, Jim, was fantastic. Mm. Oh, of course. And they've got and, and against Australia, you think, oh, okay, they, they conceded to, but against Chile, they've done the business. Yeah, they've showed that, and they've kept a clean sheet as well against Chile, who were a good side. Who um, scored goals t- the two teams. penalties they've had against them? I don't think either were penalties. I think Bernal oh. was right when he mentioned that as well. So there are going to be some matches. Oh, great! Really? There's there no be some matches to come. No clear favourite. Mm. Netherlands, Mexico, and Brazil, Chile—they're proper World Cup games. <laughs> I'm loving that. <laughs> Netherlands, Mexico will be a great game. Yeah. Mm. Um, Spain beat Australia 3-0. David Villa finished off his career with a nice goal. Oh, Spain, you're hard. Do it when the pressure's off, can't you, Spain? <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> you look at the way that, that, that uh, you know they finish their goals, though, I just start thinking, they're not over. No, then they're yeah. not over. Like, no, no team, no they, they played some really nice football at times. Yeah. Not first half, obviously. But David Villa like... and uh, Javier Alonso are gone, <laughs> aren't they? I think, Alonso, is he? I think so, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, Villa's yeah, got, I mean, he was very emotional when he came off. Of you would wonder, this probably is the last tournament for Fernando Torres as well. He's 30 now. I don't think it'll be there for the next I, one. I think Spain, I know it's easy to be captain hindsight and all that, but Negredo's unlucky not to be in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's relieved he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he's he's <laughs> of blame. Yeah. Now Villa's gone as well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's, he's literally staring at the phone right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying under a palm tree going, how did they get on? Did, oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Peter Caladria. Yeah. <laughs> it's I am a player one. I am and a, it's not even eleven in the morning. I am a player manager role, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, group C hasn't been played at the time of recording. Um, Japan, Colombia, Greece, Ivory Coast. But I did like what the Ivorian manager uh, Lamushi said, um, whether he'll start Drogba or bring him on. And he said to the press, Well, the difference between you and me is that I know what I will do. <laughs> 
When I, when when the Ivorians started the, started the tournament, as everybody else yeah, started the tournament, we know that. That's why we're trying to extract the information. You I did. That's, that, that's how an interview starts. That's how an interview works. But I, I just didn't think that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think. Oh, well, they can't use Drogba quite as much, and he has shown to be a real sort of star player, a real class act. In you know, it's been he's, so handy. He's he's, he's mm. turning games on their head, and it's just like. I'll just use him. It's his last World Cup. Fuck it. Lamushi, right. if you don't Fine. adhere to the process, the interview literally can't take place. <laughs> I know all the answers, but I'm not telling you. Okay, end the press conference. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Any job interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, talk us through your previous work experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to have to do better than that. Where you see yourself in five years? <laughs> well, I've got an idea, but I'm not telling you. Would you like to take me out for dinner? Oh, who knows, eh? Who knows? Still single? I yes, do. I am single, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Group E, the, the free scoring French. Mm. Uh, top Five of the, scoring. Top of the. Ooh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, Benzema and Co. They look very good, don't they? Yeah, against the mighty Swiss, Luke Moore. Yeah, I rated Switzerland going into this tournament. Do you I, still? To, uh, sort of. I think they need to. I think they need to um, be better. Actually, settle on what type of side they are, uh, and they really need to play to their strengths more because this is not a team who went through the qualification process ever looking like it was going to concede five goals in the no. game. So they need to really actually get back into that mentality. And actually, I think they should have more than enough to get past Honduras, and I think they should qualify. Of course, they're probably going to have a difficult game in, in the next round yeah. because they'll probably play Argentina, and I think that'll be too mm. much for them. I, I, my, my tip for Switzerland was just because I thought France were a bit unreliable, and they've proved me wrong there. And I thought if Switzerland could avoid Argentina, they would probably get through to the quarterfinal. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen now, barring a massive turnaround in fortunes uh, in, in that group. The French have been great. Though. Yeah, the French have even Sissoko scored. I don't, I, I don't want to take anything away from the French because they have been great and Benzema has been exceptionally good. He's lucky not to have had about eight goals already. But um, Oh, that one he scored right at the end oh, but it, the whistle so is yeah. gone. <laughs> and the one he went across the line and he missed a penalty. Yeah. yeah. So he could have had three more goals. But do you not think, I don't want to take anything away from France, I watched that game. It's a good group two. for them. Yeah, it, it is. Do you think Switzerland were a little bit below par? Oh, of course. Yeah, and well, France yeah. as well, it must be pointed out, still conceded two very silly, sloppy goals. Indeed. So, Just score five goals so in a World though, Cup match. It? Yeah, of course. Against yeah, yeah. the seeded mm. team. Against, yeah. And who don't concede many, who aren't known for conceding. Yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, I just suddenly thought, I wish I'd have said after the Dutch-Spain game, seed yes. Oh, yeah. Concede yes. Yeah. Probably better that you didn't. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to go, Casillas. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine was out of date and been thus embarrassing. Doesn't normally stop you. Yeah. Um, uh, keep that in the edit, I think. Um, uh, Honduras. Fuck me. <laughs> Honduras are out, Pete. Yeah. Do you know what? The Honduras-Ecuador game was fantastic. That, that, that there, right, you thought, <laughs> that not, right there. Not, very, uh, not very interesting match. Who's going to turn up for that? Well, a lot of people, a lot of singy people did. Mm. Mm. Wonderful, singy atmosphere. People. Wonderful atmosphere. Wonderful um, atmosphere. Honduras, uh, the highest murder rate. Yeah, per, per capita outside of war zones. Yeah, mm. um, and I think that their the culture in that country is clearly reflected in the way they play football. Well, it's funny you say that, Mark, but <laughs> yeah. I don't think England is an insipid, horrendous, disappointing place to live. <laughs> but yet. well, it doesn't work every time. That's, <laughs> no. uh, that's the it, exception yeah. that proves the rule. Yeah, Honduras has that massive prison, doesn't it? That's run by the inmates, and you would think that the a national of, team a lot of countries are a, are a a prison team yeah. the way they play they're like an actual gang <laughs> they've got no hope of going through they're not going to beat Switzerland well they're out um, they will beat Switzerland they will lose the match but yeah. they will beat Switzerland I think Switzerland, <laughs> oh. Switzerland are just viewing this game as right just survive this <laughs> and we're going to have a lovely time in the second round okay 
<laughs> yeah. Let's just eleven players coming off the pitch alive. They're going to from... come out to that. They're going to come out to that to that game very much like the landing craft with the soldiers at Normandy. Mm. It's going to be like. Terror, absolute terror. <laughs> My Blood in the water. Yeah, well, that, that's Honjur and centre back. We've got, I forget his name, the woman with the dye blonde hair. He's an absolute beast. Mm. He's brilliant. Um, uh, well, Switzerland, presumably, if they go through, will probably play Argentina. You would, uh... Yeah, I thought, I thought Switzerland were a little bit. Um, how can I put this? Shit against France. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we just spoke about that. Yeah, yeah, and so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Argentina struggled to beat Iran, but they did win, though. They did win. But yeah. Iran were fantastic. They really I, were. I absolutely love what the World Cup can do to people. People in this country, of course, um, and generally in the Western world, a bit suspicious of Iran. Oh, what do we think about them? Da, 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 da. Their president like tweets a picture of them all watching football. Why, you're into football? Oh, go on, Iranians! You yeah, know. Yeah. All's forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> Given their embassy back. All I, that kind I, of stuff. I, I, I wonder, this World Cup's been great, of course, and we've said that, and, and it's absolutely right, but there's been some instances where I, some, some lesser teams, if you'll forgive me, have not quite believed that they can do it. So yeah. if you look at the teams that have just fallen short, look at Ghana against um, Germany. Germany, look at USA against Portugal, look at Iran against... Um, no, I wouldn't say Argentina. that for the US. No, but no. what I'm saying is they just didn't have it to get it over the line. Didn't have it, whether it's a final bit of mentality or a final bit of quality. You mm. said that about the US, but they, they shot themselves in the foot. It's their own fault they didn't win. It was we'll come, very we'll come to them in a sec. But what I'm saying is it feeds into that narrative whether you wonder uh, if those teams genuinely believe they can do it. You see the Iran, Iranians' faces when they can see that goal against Messi. Just dejected. All of them yeah. pretty much just fell on the floor. They couldn't believe mm. it. And they just didn't quite get over the line. They could have won that game. Yeah. They really could well, have. No, they I made think, the chance. No, but I think they did have belief, actually. If you watch the way you know, De Jagger nearly scored and then is it, is it Reza, the, the, the yeah. former Charlton man? They had chances. I think they actually went for it. They would have not had those chances. They would have not gone forward if they believed that they couldn't mm. score. Well, they, they would had have been clear. too busy camped out on the edge of their box. But the fact is they couldn't get over the line. No, what, they, they and didn't in, get in, over the line. Ghana said they didn't have belief that they could. And in Ghana's case, gave away all that money, Salim Antari, so <laughs> yeah, gave away all that money. True. Did he? He did give away. He went around the furlers and gave away a lot of money. Oh, Aww. I didn't hear about that. That's That's got, it weird looking fella. Was he thinking people were going to take pity think on him? There's a weird alien giving us loads of money. <laughs> cool. There's funny eyes. Nigeria, they won a game. Yeah, yeah they were so much con- better, weren't controversial they? Controversial fashion. Bosnia and Herzegovina are out. Yeah, it's a shame. It is a they're, shame. They've been disappointing. I know, I know it's their first They're unlucky against stuff. the Argentina. But they've got some good players in there and they played well. They were unlucky, yeah, but mm. they they looked abject against Nigeria. No excuse, really, because it was always going really, to come down to that game between those two sides and they just weren't good enough. Yeah, it's all going off in Group G, mm. where people have been banging Gs. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bitch! <laughs> um, a lot, two twos. Two two Desmond. two twos. Um, Germany 2, Ghana 2, as you said, uh, closer, equaled Ronaldo's goal-scoring record. It was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. And he will get another one before the tournament's out. Don't worry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Ghana boys, they were the nice celebration. They went 2-1 up. It was one of those glorious <laughs> yeah. moments at the World Cup where you just thought, oh, my goodness, <laughs> this is happening. Oh, no, it isn't. Again, I think that comes down to that belief. They almost couldn't believe that they got themselves in but front. Jo- Jordan Ayew, though. Was it Jordan Ayew? Yeah. Had the, had the ball, and you think, slip it. Hmm. Yeah. And he's, but, uh, oh, no, I think that was Jan, but Ayew... Had the chance to play a player in, but did it too early, and he was offside. I think yeah. they might have even had three chances, three oh good chances to go three-one up. Well, people were saying the Germans looked like the best side; they looked pretty solid. Da 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 da. I tell you what, though, Ghana called them all sorts yeah. of problems. No one looks like the best side. It's brilliant. What about the USA? Eh? 
Yes. I believe that we will win. Yes. <laughs> I was pulling for them. I was so yes, disappointed. So I've not supported a team like that other than England in the World Cup for years, I don't <laughs> that think. That Jermaine Jones goal. Oh, it's beautiful. Glorious. <laughs> Started off about three feet outside the far post, <laughs> didn't it? The keeper just stood there. What yeah, do you want to do about that? Well, that's going wide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Mike, the, the, some of the Portuguese defenders sort of turned around to look at the keeper. I'd look at uh, look at um, keeper and he was like, what are you looking at me for? What do you <laughs> yeah. want to do about that? The American fans were out in force as well. I yeah. think they're the best yeah. attended side in the tournament, obviously. Part Everyone Brazil. who's out there is going on about how brilliant they are. Yeah, yeah. in America, it's, it's taken over like baseball, hasn't it, for like to, to be a real premier spot, and like all, right? the, all the news, age, uh, all the sports, uh, you know, broadcasters are going, oh. Oh dear! <laughs> oh dear! This yeah, friend, is more friend, popular than baseball, which is what all we talk about. Oh. Friend of mine was in a bar in Connecticut, and she said it was absolutely pumping, like pumping mm. for that game. Apparently, it's so everywhere. Yeah, it's brilliant. Well, you saw Welcome the scenes board. in. Well, you yeah. saw the scenes in Chicago, but I think they've been aboard for a while. I'm Jim. pulling for. I'm pulling for American. So am I. Yeah, much. Yeah. So really want them to do well. But Jimmy, you said as well that they're part of the furniture now, and they have been for a little while. And it's great when they turn up. You come as you are. Mm. People can can be all around the world. People can be a little bit sneer in the way how Americans uh, watch their sport and yeah, how yeah. they celebrate their sport. But when when the African sides turn up and the, and the Latin American sides and, and and they celebrate it in their fashion, people don't. Oh, they think it's they think it's great because it is. Mm. That's the way they do things. <laughs> oh, when the when the Americans come, damn right. Yeah, let them chant. I believe that we will win. <laughs> chant <laughs> that because that is gloriously American, enthusiastic and polite. There was a, there was a man uh, dressed as Teddy Roosevelt. And lovely costumes have been and he just like, amazing. And he That's said, lovely he, old job. Any English fans dressed as Pitt the Younger? <laughs> <laughs> no, just St George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that um, it's funny. I've done a bit of work in American radio stations here and there, and, you, mm. and you, when you encounter American football fans, they're almost um, so con- self-conscious that mm. they've got a reputation for not knowing about football. Yeah. That they almost go the other way and they're really incredible. research they're and like, really like, dedicate yeah. themselves to it. And, and, they, and they know loads more than most English football fans, I think. And uh, American football is all about the stats anyway. You know, yeah. you, you, like uh, I think somebody did a parody of um, how um, soccer should be presented to Americans to make it more popular. It was like somebody was taking a throw and it was like, that's his third uh, throw in uh, <laughs> yeah. this, uh, this USA! 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 Lennon Donovan's third chest trap of the uh, tournament Donovan, and Landy Cakes isn't there well, actually, well it, it was in this video it was a, it was a open wide back. for some soccer <laughs> across the midfield stripe yeah love it absolutely love it yeah Dempsey banged a G of course yeah he'll do that do you know who yeah. set that up who Graham Zuzi hell yeah, yeah Zuzi. the composure that Zuzi that Zuzi showed actually because mm. when the ball flashed across I was thinking just swing your leg at it and he, he he managed to hook it right back round perfectly on the Dempsey's formidable tummy. Chris, and, um, and it went. Chris Wondolowski's still biding his time. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he have, his, he'll have his yeah, but he'll have his day. You yeah. mark my words, he'll have his day. Um, uh, but Portugal were thirty seconds away from going out of the tournament. That ball from Ronaldo yeah. was great, Mate, yeah. magnificent, it was, wasn't it? Was, it? Uh, Do you hear about his, Apparently, his zigzag haircut was a tribute to um, a young Spanish lad who underwent brain surgery, which Ronaldo paid for. Yeah. Apparently, that's what it is because yeah. people were thinking, what, "What's he doing that?" Also, um, a friend of the show, Dan Quarrel, works for Eurosport. He said that uh, he, he wrote an interesting article saying that Ronaldo is superstition uh, has a haircut before every game. Wow. wow. It's weird, isn't it? Maybe, had, does he have like a, a hairdresser to follow him around, presumably? Yeah, I'd have thought he will, so. He will do. If he I was the pops- manager of the, of, the, of the national team, I'd be like, no. That's not. That's not. That's effing ridiculous. Do you remember Daniel Passarella made Fernando Redondo get his hair cut? It wasn't going to be in the World Cup squad. Get rid of those sideburns. (laughs) (laughs) And he was refused. He wasn't picked. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Oh, I bet he feels stupid now. There was a. There was a. Again, very American. (laughs) This. There was a guy with a banner up um, during the America Portugal game, which said Cristiano. 
Yeah, <laughs> bitch. In fact, do, do they use nope? Do they use, uh, Chris, do they use yeah, nope as a nope. word? Nope. Oh, I don't know, actually. Nope. Not. Christian nope. Not. Oh, well, anyway, Christian someone else. Leslie Nope out of Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting. Christian, no way, man. Will the US and Germany play <laughs> out a draw? Uh, no, I'm, I don't uh, think they will. Do you know what, Jim? I'm going to disagree with you. I think they've got a chance to get the point there. No, but no, I'm, my, mine is much more um, uh, nasty. The nasty idea of them just uh, having a little pact. They won't have a pact, clearly. I wouldn't no. see that. I don't think those German... Because even if Germany rest players, what people, don't, what people tend to forget is the players that have come in are so desperate yeah. to be a part of it. Yeah. They just end, it ends up not being a draw anyway. Mm. That's part of it. Um, uh, with England. Yeah. So, yeah. We, so we, we very much look forward to that. Yeah. And we also, can enjoy the World Cup now. Hey! It's done. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, but I tell you what, the US will play Belgium or... Well, probably Belgium, won't they? Yeah. You'd have thought so, yeah. I tell you yeah. what, the way Belgium has played. I mean, Belgium are through. Dark horses. All three <laughs> Belgium goals. <laughs> have, all three Belgium goals have come from substitutes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I can confirm. They're not playing at full pelt. Hazard began to show what he can do in that game, did he not? Yeah. <laughs> it was um, great assist, actually. What about? Oh, something we should say about Jan. He became the the, the highest African goal scorer at World Cup finals. Oh, well, well done, taking him. over Baby Roger Jet. record. Baby Jet. <laughs> oh, oh taking away. Robert... No, not well done to him then. <laughs> That's like close to Ronaldo. I'm not having that. <laughs> Come on, move with the times. Fair enough. Yeah, you don't want an African player just to sell four goals. No. There we are. You put it oh, like that. Oh, Roger back. Uh, well, I... Couldn't do much worse. You've seen Cameroon this year. Yeah, <laughs> Couldn't do much worse. Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But Algeria, that's the first time an African side has scored four goals. Oh, they were magnificent. At the World Cup. Mm. The South Desert Korea Foxes. Look, Great value. Like I didn't know what was happening to them. No. <laughs> it was like, 3-0? What? <laughs> Algeria look great, don't they? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so it, it's going to be it's going to be intriguing, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's all we've got time for, isn't it, chaps? Think Do it you is. have any correspondence, Peter? We have got some uh, correspondence. Oh, the uh, question was uh, Luke Moore. What was the question again? I forget. I, I wrote it, but uh, down when you what you said. Um, the question was uh, how, how much, much worse can, can England genuinely get? Yeah. And we'll hear the answers after this. Listeners to the Football Ramble are eligible for a fantastic offer with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. The easy-to-use drag-and-drop tools, responsive designs and 24-7 customer support teams based in New York and Dublin mean you can create a beautifully designed website for as little as £5 a month. This includes a free domain name when you sign up for a year. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes. So when you sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code RAMBLE to get 10% off and show your support for the Football Ramble. No credit card required. Start building your website today. A better web starts with your website. All right, how much further can uh, England sink? Uh, Will Vieri says, can't be much deeper than Suarez's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's Barnes- a very current one. I like yeah. that. It's like Barnes- real time. <laughs> Barnes- well, says, uh, real time. Barnes- 83 says, uh, starting a campaign for Le Tournois to replace the World Cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> that or keeping Roy in charge. Um, <laughs> David Hogg <laughs> says, uh, uh, the depths of the sea, as that's where they should be sent to live, the useless wankers. <laughs> Jim, endorse that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Benjamin Halliday says, wooden spoon in the 26th 16 Home Nations Tournament sponsored by Sport Direct. <laughs> Sports Direct. Uh, Murray Ferguson says, trying to convince David Bentley out of retirement. 
<laughs> John, John Hissett says uh, adverts for Neto and Primark. AD Boothroyd linked with manager's job. That wouldn't be worse. That Far- would not be worse. <laughs> <laughs> and Farai Alam as uh, chief executive of the FA. <laughs> That's a, that's a Sven-related... Yeah, well, I like, that's I like, in there for you, mate. That's Thanks. a Sven dig. I like, I like, the, um, I like Steve Maloney just come in going, the jokes are flying, but Suarez isn't funny. No player should have to play against someone who does this. Oh. oh a, yeah. a really sobering sort of just shut up everyone, Suarez try to bite someone, possibly, maybe. Stephen, I don't think this is the podcast for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid you, to say that. Have we you like, tried we... the red, white and cop <laughs> forums? We value, we value all our listeners, okay? <laughs> but I'm just concerned you're not having as good a time as you could be. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we will be back after the first round matches are complete to do a review of all them and that. Where um, guests will include James Milner, Stephen Gerrard and Roy Hodgson. Do <laughs> your job. Live yeah. in the studio. If you want to get in Making touch, excuses. The email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the Twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com. So Love goodbye, your Pete. Goodbye. So goodbye, Luke. See you later, yeah. Jim, bye. And bye from me. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 